1: Pat and Stu, 888 727 And the uh, lovely uh, thing. Don't. The, uh... Don't. <laughs>
0: what do you mean, don't? Don't, don't, what? don't try to pretend like you're the lovely.
1: I'm not pretending anything. Don't. <laughs> Stupid Jeffy.
2: I mean, you know, I gotta say it, Jeffy. Don't. A lot of people are saying it on Facebook Live today. Don't. don't. They, uh... They they're not fans. I'll say that.
1: Man, they just wanted us to attack you. We, we've been trying to tell them no. We're, we don't do that. That's not. No, that's not us. It's not
2: in our character. It's not in
1: our makeup. It's not in our DNA. We don't do that. That we don't play that. Is that, right? Homie, don't play that. So uh, I don't know why they were.
2: <laughs> I don't know why they were asking for that. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I mean, look, there's a. <laughs> A lot of people look at us, and I think appropriately so, as the last line of defense for Jeffy. You know, so many people um, want to yes. take Jeffy down, want to criticize mm. him, and, and we're kind of we kind of stand in there and we take the bullets for him, right? And you know, we do mm-hmm. everything we can to kind of help get, get, help help him along and get through. try to soften
1: the blows mm-hmm. that other people are are swinging at
2: him. They just don't. I mean and, look, uh, they just plainly do not like the man, and we keep saying And it's no. understandable. I mean, I get it. We say no, come on. I mean, yes. I mean, you're, yes, you're analyzing the situation correctly, but it, come on, that's, that's not so nice. You know, that's what we say. How many times have we said oh that? Oh, my gosh. We're like, hey, we agree <laughs> on all your points. Your points I, are there. Yeah. It's like with the president and the Charlottesville thing. Do we His agree? Are that, there, it's not the time. Right, it's just not the time for it. And, you yeah. know, look, are there good points to be made that there's, that there's been a lot of violence on the left recently as well? Yes. I mean, and there was, there was violence at that, at at, that rally at in Charlottesville. Rally,
1: in Charlottesville, even Maria Bartiromo. Uh, this morning on Fox business said, "Hey, uh, the other side came charging at them yeah. and she's getting flack for it now. you're not supposed to even I guess you can't speak the words and and right, this isn't the time, but I mean can we not just accept the truth? And if somebody points it out, you don 't have to go yeah. crazy i' bet I'll bet they'll be calling for her dismissal over that."
2: You think? I mean, it's I, Fox business. I mean, they're, I don't know.
1: Yeah, maybe uh, nobody saw
2: it. Uh, well, I didn't mean that. I meant, <laughs> <laughs> I meant, you know, you're in Fox. I think the audience is, is not going to necessarily That's, rise yeah. up against that. Right. But I will say this. It's like, because it's not the time. It's not the time for the president to say it. He's the president of the United States. The problem with Trump a lot of times in these situations is he thinks of himself as a talk show host. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, well, you know, a talk show host. That's hosts the position he on. should have run for. Yeah. And, and I don't. I wouldn't have elected for that either. No, I wouldn't uh, either. But it'd be better, right? But, and it's an appropriate time, like for us to come out and say, "Look, here's what uh, here's what he said. Here's a here's um, uh, you know uh, this is the truth." Number one, yeah, there really is something to be said for them coming after the founders next, um, because once that's what that is where and I feel how disingenuous.
1: Is it either disingenuous or just sheer and utter stupidity? On the part of all of these people who are saying, oh, him equating Robert E. Lee with George Washington and Thomas Jefferson, that's a fundamental misunderstanding of history. That's not what he was doing. What he was doing was saying, this is a slippery slope. And today you're after uh, uh, Robert E. Lee because why? because he was a general for the Confederacy fighting for slavery. Well, okay, the next step then is that you go after our slave-owning founding fathers. That's what he was
2: saying. Are you so stupid you can't understand that point? And the worst thing is, you know what? Come on. No. They're not so stupid. They're not. They do understand the point. They also know that it's accurate, or at least a legitimate fear of someone who is defensive of the founders. Already
1: happened, and we played the we played the sound from the Vice. Yeah, we actually have uh, it right
2: here. This is going to be part four. If we could skip to that on the of the Vice clips. By the way, the Vice thing. Let's quickly mention this before we play this clip. It's 22 minutes. Uh, It was it aired, I guess, on Monday night. Um, it's from mm-hmm. the Vice News HBO show. Now that show, Glenn, was actually on the very first episode of that show. Oh yeah. Um, if That's you remember right. from a little while ago. But it's been airing. I, I don't, like there's a lot of stuff Vice does that I don't agree with. A lot of their stuff is great. Um, but this in particular, if this 22 minutes is one of the best pieces of news coverage I've ever seen. Mm. I mean, you are right in the middle of it. You are, I mean, it is, it is intense to watch. If you have 22 minutes today, I highly recommend going to find this. I've, I know I've tweeted it um, uh, maybe I think I did it yesterday uh, if you're looking for, for it. But I mean, you can find The it whole in, episode? In much place. Yeah, it's, I think they put the whole episode. It was 22 minutes long. And it, there's no, there's one reporter who's there interviewing some of the people, but it's very, it's mostly just you're in the middle of this. It's shot really nicely, it's put together incredibly. And you'll see points like this, which is part four, where, where, this Does this not justify, it's anecdotal, it's one person, but this is a sentiment that has been out there we've for heard it a very, very long time, we've heard it thousands and we'll of hear times, it again. we've heard it from regular people, all the way up to uh, high mm-hmm. level professors who yeah. have made arguments like this, but here is the clip from the Vice Special that vindicates Donald Trump's point, not whether he should have been making it at that level, but the point he was making is obviously true, watch
1: this is the face of supremacy this is what we deal with every day being african-american and this has always been the reality of charlottesville you can't stand in one corner in the city and not look at the master sitting on top of monticello he looks down wow. on us he's been looking down on this city for god knows how long this this is charlottesville uh, uh that is unbelievable she's talking about thomas jefferson yeah the master of monticello Thomas Jefferson, she's talking about removing him from looking down on the city, on the, on the college that he created, in the state where he was instrumental in, uh, in helping raise, and in the country that he helped found. I mean, that is unbelievable. That is unbelievable.
2: Absolutely incredible. Um, and, you know, it was interesting to kind of see that. And, you know, everybody in the media being critical of Trump today, uh, 100% is familiar and knows the argument she's making. Because many of them have mm-hmm. made it themselves. Yep. But other than that, like it's a very common argument. And it's a point that is understandable. Is it a slippery slope argument at some level? Yes. Is there a bright mm-hmm. line between Robert E. Lee and George Washington? Absolutely there is. I mean, I, I would never put up a statue to Robert E. Lee. Uh, never. The, the issue <clears throat> with conservatives, however, is... You're worried about the attacks on history because you can make and it's easy to make a guy who's who's an enemy of the United States. And that's what Robert E. Lee was. He was an enemy of the United States. He went he separated and went to war with the United States. That's who this guy was. Yes, he did other things. Yes, he was very uh, he was uh, had a high level of achievement in his life. Yes, there are moments in his life where he is very friendly, not only uh, to America, but also to African-Americans. Um, At that time, they weren't called African-Americans, but he was very like he he actually stood up at times in his life uh, to back African-Americans in tough times. He wasn't all horrible. But again, the defining moment of his life, he spent fighting against the United States of America. And so I would never put a statue up about that. But where conservatives, I think, hesitate with this. And it's where it makes me nervous. Because I, I am 100% fine with never seeing another Confederate uh, statue outside of a museum. 100% fine with it. I don't think these people should be lionized. But when you start doing this, you can always find a way to, to take a different era and say um, uh, the people who did that were bad. And you know, slavery is a really easy line from here. You know, one of the, Lee was fighting for slavery. Washington had slaves. Jefferson had slaves. I don't, that's not a part of them. That, I don't consider that the defining moment of their lives like I do with Lee. But still, you can get there from here. And many on the left have tried it already. Mm-hmm. Many of them have. Uh, so it is not crazy at all to think that that is where we're going here. And you know what? In 20, I don't know how long, 20 years, 10 years, we'll be there. We will be there. Sure. Yeah and
1: i mean they're already taking down confederate uh, statues at an uh, an amazing rate mm-hmm. i mean they quietly removed some from baltimore last night um they've got and they've got these guys all over the south and some in some cases in in the north as well uh and should they go i you know i don't know i maybe i it's you know uh i'm not a big fan of the confederacy frankly i and <laughs> Uh, never wow. have been. How yeah. dare you? Not a big fan. How dare you? Uh, I was rooting against him. Um, and so. <laughs> what?
2: Yeah. Outwardly? Yeah. Oh Inwardly and outwardly. When you watch a Civil War movie, who do you root for? The North. The oh Union. Oh my gosh. Troops. You yeah. said it. You yeah, just yeah. said it. I did you, say it. You know, you live in the
1: South? You said it. Yes, I know. I know that. And you, you rooted for the other team? Yeah. Is that amazing? No. That's actually how <laughs> no. everyone in the United States today should be rooting. So, but, but do we need to remove all. Uh, traces of the, our history? I, I don't know. I, I, I don't think so. I, I mean, if you don't like the statue, don't look at it. I, I'm so tired of this where everybody yeah. is so offended by things that are meaningless. Yeah. I mean, it's just don't look at it then. I don't
2: just... I don't know. I, and give you know, an example of this. Um, I don't think anyone here would uh, say that we're fans of Vladimir Lenin. Um, uh, no. And while I would love to have every Vladimir Lenin statue uh, in the United States, and there are some, removed and, and, and mm-hmm. tossed into, uh, the, you know, uh, into the garbage, I, you know, I, I don't get all that worked up about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, remember, too, um, slave owners were really, really bad people. Um, the Confederacy, were, uh, there was a lot of people who were really bad in the Confederacy and did terrible things. Mm-hmm. None of them are responsible for 100 million dead like communists are. Um, and, you know, if you want to be specific to the Soviet Union, you can cut that down to only 20 million dead, uh, give or take. So, uh, you know, but I never I'm a incredibly offended by communism. Um, the idea of one of those people being lionized is awful. Uh, and these people were objectively worse by many measures than even slave owners or people who fought for the Confederacy. Um, but that being said, uh, you know, I'm not going to get all that worked up about a statue. Yeah, I just I, you know it's just a, a stupid statue. If you don't want right, if you don't like it, just walk past it. I mean, I what do you mean he's looking down at you? It's a pe- it's a freaking statue. Statues don't look at anything. <laughs> they're inanimate objects. That's what they just they're they're there. They're not looking down on you. They're not doing anything. And by the way, mm-hmm. you know, uh, while Jefferson was a flawed man in some ways. Um, there's no doubt about that. He also was responsible for almost all the freedoms we enjoy today, (laughs) arguably. I mean, the guy did a lot of good in his life. too. Yeah, he did. He sure Um, did. So, I mean, again, I would define Jefferson's life by those things. Maybe I'm being unfair here. Um, but I mean, you know, Lee's, Lee did good things in his life. But you know, when you fight against the United States of America for a country that demanded every state in it have slavery be legal, and mm-hmm. that is a requirement of being part of the country, and the Confederacy, all future states and will. all future states will. Um, in fact, it, you know, it, it, I mean, the Constitution's went on at length. You read it the other day on, on radio. If you want to go back and read the Confederate Constitution, that's what they—that's what they were advocating. Easy for. to find online. Yeah. So. So, you, you, you don't need yourself. to go to the museum and believe see the real one like
1: Glenn did. Article 4, sections 2 and 3, or 3 and 4, one of the two. So, I mean, it's, it's really readily available. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can read about it. Because yeah. a lot of people will say, well, it was about states' rights. No, not really, because they took away the rights of the states to choose whether or not there were going to be slave states.
2: it's kind of an amazing uh, thing. It really wasn't about states' rights. It wasn't. Um, you know. And look, I, I fully agree with states' rights. You know who else does? I don't know. The 10th Amendment of the Constitution is pretty clear on it. Yeah. Uh, 10th Amendment Quite. of the Constitution is damn clear on whether states should have rights. However, there's another amendment after that that kind of clears up that not every right is the state's. And to imprison people and to enslave them for your own benefit, it's one of those amendments that, you know, it's not so... It's not so you don't really have that right. Because uh, the Constitution is pretty clear on that point as well. Yeah, and
1: I wanted to bring this up
2: because uh, this, Michael Moore is, for some
1: reason, being talked about again. Um, he's showing up on shows and uh, people are listening to what he says. What a buffoon. This, this guy is just but stupid. Yes. Um, He's also um, overweight. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Just that I yes. Kind of, I, I mean, that. Jeffy is uh, Karen Carpenter in comparison. Yes.
2: That's so. true. So. That's true. That's, I mean, that's really mean to say about Michael Moore, but. But it's true. It's true. Okay. And, well,
1: we'll get into this in a second. First of all, we got to tell you about getting caught up in all this stuff, you know, and, and sometimes you get so caught up in it that you forget about the principles our nation was founded on. And that they still apply today, things like self reliance, being able to protect yourself and your family and to provide without having to depend on the government or being scared
2: by statues that 's yep. why we both depend on my patriot supply they 've got a one hundred and two serving survival food supply right now available for only ninety nine dollars and you 're thinking "Ah, oh, the shipping 's probably a thousand no it 's free Wow mm-hmm. yeah, and these guys weren 't even around
1: during the civil war, so you can 't blame any of it on them none. Breakfast, lunch and dinner, it includes their popular creamy chicken rice, uh, delicious food, lasts up to 25 years in storage,
2: and it's less than a dollar per serving. 888-411-5290 is the number to call. 888-411-5290 or PrepareWithTheBlaze.com. It's (laughs) PrepareWithTheBlaze.com. Hello.
1: And welcome, Pat and Stu. Uh triple eight seven two seven beck We were talking about uh, Fatso uh, Michael Moore. Um, and I know that you expected Jeffy to be the Fatso we were talking about. But we weren't in this particular... Petite... Totally in, different
2: Fatso. Why would fact, they expect
1: that? In fact, that Fatso <laughs> makes this Fatso look like Karen Carpenter. No, wait. No, the other, no, way, other way around, around no. please. Yeah, this Fatso makes right. that Fatso. Look like you Harry can't, be nice. like you can't even be nice and be nice.
2: I kind of like the other way. Can't even be
1: nice and be nice. Now that you said it both ways, it worked ways, a little I better like the, the first one. way, right? <laughs> anyway, here's what uh, here's what this buffoon uh, just said about. He was talking about Trump's comments yesterday, and Trump uh, he, he had the audacity to actually say that there was violence on both sides. That's true.
2: But he shouldn't have said it, perhaps, at this juncture. It's a, I mean, there's no point. It, yeah. Just take it out of the idea of whether he should do it or not. Does it benefit him and his presidency? No, it no, does not. It doesn't. It, it hurts, leave, it, that to, you know, leave that to Hannity to make on, on the show the yeah. next night. Leave that to uh, you know, uh, the talk shows the next day. There's, I mean, He people doesn't will have make that, that skill point. set, though. No, no. It's a skill set does he, he thinks, doesn't have. He thinks of himself as a talk show host.
1: Yes. Uh, so anyway, uh, uh, Michael Moore said, if you vote for a man who says what he said today, that the white nationalists were the victims. N- no, that's he not, is, he what, he, not, he, not that. what he said. That he equated George Washington and Thomas Jefferson with Robert E. Lee. Again, yeah. not, even, not
2: even close to what he said. No, he made, he made a slippery slope argument. That is not the way of saying you're equating two things. He was comparing a guy who d- fought
1: for, for uh, the retention of slavery with the South. With two guys who
2: had slaves, that's the comparison there. But it's so, not even a comparison. It's it's saying like it's like saying, oh man, if I have um, a Twinkie, it's going to start me on this uh, uh, path, and eventually I'll look like Michael Moore. And it's like, well, I'm not saying that having one Twinkie turns you into Michael Moore. Right. What I'm saying is, if you go down this path and you continue down this where path, this end. is where it ends. Yes.
1: So so he compares them that way, and then and said that the people were trying to stop the racism. Uh, again, he didn't say that, did he? Did he say that the people who were there were trying to stop racism?
2: I I didn't see him say that. If he if he did, uh, I mean, uh, people are saying that about Antifa. What they're saying that they were there to try to stop the racism. I mean, yeah. like look, that is a ridiculously friendly way of looking at Antifa. Yes, they say they're anti-fascist look at their tactics they are not anti-fascist what what are they arguing for it's not it's not a constitutional republic no Uh, that is not what they're looking for here they're looking to beat the crap out of people they don't like and just because you know you know someone posted this today um nazis are bad they are but you know what not everybody who fights against nazis is good yes you know And, uh, and then i think they posted a picture of stalin (laughs) <laughs> to make the point perfectly clear, it's true that Nazis are awful and I want to fight them, but that doesn't mean everybody that fights them is a, it's a good guy. It's yeah. okay to admit that.
1: So he he then goes on to equate uh, supporters of Donald Trump to uh, enablers of rapists. Uh, I uh-huh. mean,
2: it's just... How, how it's the hell un- did they get there?
1: Unbelievable. Let me see if I can find that section. Um, he... Uh... Okay, wait a second. Uh, no, Should Trump. we play a couple of clips okay, here? Okay, oh, so, yeah. so Lemon, he's, he was on Don Lemon's show. Mm-hmm. And, and Lemon said, not all Trump supporters are rapists. And he said, not all. I said, the vast majority. Rapists or racists? Racist. Okay. Not all. I said, the vast majority, Michael Moore says. And they take offense to people calling them racist because they, support, they supported him. So the question is, how do you deal with that? And here's Michael Moore's response to that. If you hold down the woman while the rapist is raping her and you didn't rape her, are you a rapist?
2: huh uh, I, a, I don't even know
1: how to make that work no'
2: it's a that's a big jump there um, wow uh, it's uh, it's uh, that is really uh bizarre bizarre well, that's michael Moore, i suppose um let's play can we play a couple more of these clips from Vice because these are so amazing. Um, part one here, uh, this is kind of just, you want to set the scene of what this looked like that night? Because one of the things that I think was really dumb that Trump said in during his press conference was, you know, look, not everybody on that side was a bad guy. Now, while it may be true, yet again, that there was a separate gathering of people who just, or, or, and there certainly are plenty of people who are not awful that just oppose the removal of these statues, L- look at the imagery of, from this rally, and, and it, could you be a good person walking in this march? I ask you. I, I honestly, I, can you be a good person walking in this march? Watch.
0: Jews will not replace us. Jews will not replace us. Jews will not replace us. Blood and soil. 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 Blood and soil.
2: Look at the crowd.
1: Wow. There's a lot of them.
3: Mm.
2: I mean, I'm sorry. I don't think he can be. Wow. Now, you saw, there's one woman who's sitting there. She's got a nice sunglasses on. She looks very normal, and she sort of has a smile. She's not really paying close attention to what's going on. It doesn't see, appear. I don't know. I don't see how you'd miss it. I don't see how. How can you walk through that uh, rally with people, again, carrying torches and making those chants? I mean, I don't see how you, you, you point out that there's a good person in that crowd. Yeah. I, I don't know how. Yeah. I mean, you can, you can support the general cause of not removing the statue and be a good person. But, I mean, that rally, and that's the one that's been covered, it's the one everyone's been talking about, it's difficult. Uh, even if you're in the back and you don't hear the chants, how you're in that line with torches is, I mean, it doesn't make any sense to me at all. I don't know how you could possibly connect yourself with that. Um, here is uh, one of the white uh, supremacists, the racists, that kind of organized this rally, um, giving you a little talk about Trump. And it kind of comes off as it's going to be anti-Trump, but listen to the whole thing. Watch.
3: I'm, I'm here to spread ideas, talk, in the hopes that somebody more capable uh, will will come along and do that. Somebody like Donald Trump who does not give his daughter to a Jew. So Donald Trump, Mm. but, like, more racist. A lot more racist than Donald Trump. I don't think that you could feel about race the way I do and watch that Kushner bastard walk around with that beautiful girl, okay?
1: Wow. Poof. I mean, that kind of ignorance, stupidity, and hatred is really difficult to watch. And see, I,
2: yeah, watch and understand. Really, I, wow! I don't, I don't even can't get your head around it at all. No, I, I, I don't. Um, this is, uh, this is a, an interesting clip talking about how you know. Again, we have made this point many times. The alt right is not right. They are the alternative to the right. Um, they are not alternative versions of right wing philosophies. These are freaking left wing nutjobs. National Socialists, Nazi Party, made this point a zillion times. Left. Listen, yeah, it's let, a left, it's left. Thing. This guy says left, but listen to him critique capitalism. Yeah. Watch. The left wasn't able to beat us. The left were the boot boys of the capitalist class and the bourgeoisie and the status quo. So they weren't able to beat this us with their armed militant left-wing radicals. So they had to turn to the state. If that doesn't go to show that the radical left, the corporations, and the state are all on the same Jewish side, a moment like this it. <laughs> perhaps... Can you tell us
3: a little bit about the organizing tactics you guys have used?
2: Sure. Primarily following the European example of Golden Dawn, the Nordic Resistance Movement, and other organizations that really are at the vanguard of nationalist organizing in the world. Be able to coordinate mm. over a large area to bring our people together. This is the largest nationalist rally in over two decades here in the United States. It's incredibly <laughs> exciting. If you oh, yeah. Look That's We've had to bring in leftists from around the entire country to try and stop us. And now we're continuing. We're going to keep having a great time and we're going to keep fighting. Gosh, I mean, you
1: got to love like, a guy who admires the Nordic Resistance, don't you? Oh, he oh, is, because, a huge man. Of all how many of times have we talked about the Nordic oh, Resistance? Oh, so, so
2: many. Oh. Um, man. It, it's, it's funny, you listen to his, him, it sounds like he's raising money for autism awareness. <laughs> yeah, sure it's like, oh, we're having a great time, we're going to keep marching, we're going to bring people together. Lots of people from all around the country have showed up, and we're really making a difference this
0: here. He's the largest <laughs> gathering in 20 years. Yeah,
2: I know, uh, which is, if if true, which I don't know if that is true, but if true, that is frightening, man. That is frightening. We're in a weird freaking place.
1: Well, and, uh, and he said right at the beginning, uh, he showed a, showed you where he's coming from because he's talking about the European model of left and right and he's he might be right on the, you know to the right of the political spectrum there because he considers himself a national socialist or a nazi or whatever he is yeah i mean there's some marxism in there for sure because he's talking bourgeoisie and yeah. corporations and all that stuff is just code word
2: for for communism again it's like we're not pointing out something unique here you know who else was also a marxist uh, all the nazis yeah they national yeah. socialists they were all marxists all of them that was a defining characteristic of their movement. That is not a right-wing movement. It's infuriating that that lives on. I, I, I just, it just continues. Um, this last one is the clip of... Uh, the, justification the justification of all this. justification. Now, remember, this is the car crash. You've seen the video. The guy drives for He absolutely, 100%, with intent, tries to drive and kill all these people. It's so blatantly obvious in the video. Uh, but, of course, it's not blatantly obvious to white supremacists.
3: But the car that struck a protester, that's un- unprovoked. That's not true, and you know that it's not true. You've seen the video, so. <laughs> I've seen a video, I, yeah. I don't know much about it. Oh, I, Wait, I understand that you Can you describe what the video well, appears uh, to show? Okay, so the video appears to show someone striking that vehicle when these animals attacked him again, and he saw no way to get away from them except to hit the gas. Uh, and no. sadly, because our rivals are a bunch of stupid animals who don't pay attention, uh, they couldn't just get out of the way of his car, and some and some people got hurt, and that's what? unfortunate. So you think it was justified? I think it was more than justified. Oh, man, uh, I I can't believe the amount of restraint that our people showed out there. I think was astounding.
2: What do you think this you? means for the next
3: alt right protest? I say it's going to be really tough to top, but we're up to the challenge. Wait, why? Why? Tough
2: to top. I mean, someone died.
3: I, I think that a lot more people are going to die before we're done here, frankly. Why? Why? Because people die every day, right? I mean, due not you, like of a heart attack, I mean, violent death. Well, people die violent deaths all the time, right? Like this is part of the reason right? that we want an ethno state, right? So right? the blacks are killing each no, other right numbers from coast to coast. We don't really know <laughs> of that. Right? Oh, man. And so the wow. fact that they resist us when we say <laughs> wow. hey, we want a homeland Is not shocking to me. All right, these these people want violence, and the right is just meeting market demand. Look at that.
1: I mean, this is astounding stuff. I I, really, you just don't know these people exist, and Mm -hmm. then there he is, right in front of you. She's good. I
2: like her. Yeah, Uh, she's she's a good reporter. I gotta say, again, it's one of the best pieces of news coverage. Yeah, I gotta watch this whole thing because that's fascinating to watch. You Oof. are right in the middle of it. It's it's insane, and people like this. Again, I, I have you. I've never met anyone like the people in this in this uh, video. Wow, never. But they clearly exist, and uh, and you know, it's one thing to see. You know, there's been documentaries done over the years of just like you go see a family of of white supremacists. Like people go to, you know, they'll go and. Um, uh, there's one documentary series that went to Westboro Baptist Church and, and was in the house with them for a week and, and like interviewed them and it's just it's much it, it, typically that was a good documentary that too. was really good too yeah um, but you kind of sit there and you're like alright well this is just something mm-hmm. right it's it, it, this one quirky weird family here is mm-hmm. I mean you see it's it looks like thousands it's, thousands it's look at this crowd I mean I guess that looks like more like hundreds it's there it's
1: heartbreaking but, and it's aggravating and it's, uh, it's mind insane. numbing all at the same time yeah it sure is. I mean, I, did they
0: did they Ask in the documentary how much money was spent on the Walmart Tiki torches. <laughs>
2: a or, lot, Jeffy. A lot. And Tiki's pissed off about it. They're like, we didn't have anything to do with the freaking white for press. Watch,
0: watch there be a boycott against Tiki
1: now. I
2: know. <laughs> uh, alright A right. right. Back. When well, we come back on the other side, I want to show you this one video from NBC News, which they actually found during the, white, uh, the Trump press conference where he was kind of getting defensive over, over this issue. They decided to just turn the cameras to General Kelly, the new chief of staff, and watch his reactions. Uh, oh, pretty, man. Pretty, pretty, pretty interesting. Uh, we'll, we'll come back with that here in just a minute. 888 727 Beck is the uh, phone number. Uh, So, uh, you know, you stay up late watching these quirky white supremacist documentaries. You may be a little tired. You may need a little bit of energy. You may need a little bit of focus. Um, That is, you know, I think everybody lives that life these days. I mean, maybe back in the day there was more of an opportunity to get uh, eight hours of sleep. That sounds like a a wonderful dream to me at this point. Um, Now uh, I've been able to, uh, and I've been introduced to Dawn to Dusk. I've talked to you about it before. Dawn to Dusk is from Brickhouse Nutrition. It's a physician-formulated extended-release energy supplement, which lasts up to 10 hours. So you don't have to constantly be refueling. you got 10 hours, it increases energy, and it improves your mood, plus stimulates your brain, all with no jitters. If you're tired of wasting all the cash on the caffeine, on the coffee, only to crash, and you want something a little bit uh, more, I don't know, more uh, effective... Uh, that's going to give you a boost and increase your focus. This is for you. Give it a shot. It's 15% off right now for a one-month supply. When you use the offer code STEW at checkout, when you go to BrickHouseStew.com, BrickHouseStew.com. Use the offer code STEW. You need to get that. Or use that to get the 15% off. It's BrickHouseStew.com. <laughs>
1: Hi, oh, and welcome. It's Pat and Stu. Uh, you you kind of teased the the uh, chief of staff, John Kelly, reaction to tr- Trump.
2: Yeah, it's not... Uh, it's I didn't a, see that. It's a good so. idea by the reporters, Pretty right? <laughs> um, and it's, he it's not, nothing overly crazy, but it's interesting to watch him, the pain... So he didn't put his ex- head in his hands? Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> well, geez. he almost oh, does at one point. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> <Let's go into laughs> you watching. sure want him to, I'll tell you that. You can hear Trump talking in the background, so you can see what he's reacting to. It's, it's definitely mildly entertaining, watch. All right. The night
0: before, in March, the David torches. There.
2: I wanted to see the facts... And the
3: facts, as they started coming out, were very well stated. In fact, everybody said his statement was beautiful. If he would have made it sooner, that would have been good. I couldn't have made it sooner because I
2: didn't know all of the facts. That's obviously a point of agreement. Mm-hmm. People don't know all of the
3: facts. Who wrote that statement?
0: Oh boy!
2: <laughs> it was very important to me to get the facts out and correct it because if I would have made a fast statement, and the first statement was made.
3: <laughs> without knowing much other than what we were seeing, The second statement was made
0: after with knowledge, with great knowledge. Well, so what were the many sides you were talking about, sir? There's
2: still things that people don't know. What was the other I side? I want to make a statement with knowledge. I wanted to know <laughs> <laughs> on many sides, Mr. President.
3: Was this terrorism, and can you tell us how you're
0: feeling about it? Well, I think the driver of the car is a disgrace to
2: himself, his family, and his country. It's interesting to see because he has a couple of like, he has a couple moments where he's like, yeah, okay, good, you nailed that point. And then a few grimaces. A couple
1: grimaces in there as well. Uh, He's he's thinking to himself the whole time, why the hell did I get myself into this mess?
0: (laughs) Why? Why? I could could just walk over there and pull him off the stage right now. I could just walk over there and pull him off the stage. Please
1: let me just do this stupid press conference. I mean, anybody. Would do a better job than Donald Trump in in this particular situation. I also think.
2: widely reported that the plan was for him to just say the thing and walk off stage. Don't answer questions. Really? Yeah, and he just did it anyway because oh, he just does it. He can't control himself. Man, you know they, uh, they had uh, mm. they announced today. Uh, Hope Hicks is taking over for the uh, White House communications director, at least in an interim basis. Um, and I, you know, mm. I don't know. You know, she may or may not want the job permanently. But like this is the type of gig. Where uh, she's the type of person that's good for this because it's not. There's two things they've tried, yeah. which is a find someone to control him. That's mm-hmm. never going to work. He's who he is. He's mm-hmm. never. You're never going to control him like that. The other side of it is mind-numbing, Automatron Defender that will say anything. Right. The Michael Cohen's. Don't, of you the don't world. want that either. You don't want that either. So with someone like Hope Hicks, seemingly you have someone who's very competent, smart, professional. Beautiful. That is, uh, well, there you go. Doesn't hurt. No, but the, <laughs> that wasn't really the point of it, but yes. <laughs> um, the point, though, is that like, you have someone who actually will, look, surround this guy with the best people you can, and then he has at least the mm-hmm. opportunity to be a success. If he blows it, then he blows it. But right now, how can you, I mean, it would be difficult to be successful when you're surrounded with people like uh, Steve Bannon. And if Kelly yeah. can get that stuff corrected, you know, it's going to be very difficult for him to be successful. Now, I, as you know, is a, am a major skeptic that even if you do this exactly right and surround him with people like John Kelly, he still does these things. But at least that's completely on him. No excuses. Yep. The, the, all of these things now are on him. And uh, hopefully he figures out a way to get over it. Um, one more thing before we go to break, this uh, story with Jake Tapper. Uh, w- you know, we've liked Jake Tapper from back in the Obama days because he was the only guy at one point who would ever ask Barack Obama a difficult question. I mean, there was a period there where he was literally by himself. Him and John Carl. And then John Carl kind of came along after that, and he was really good as well. Did Carl replace Tapper uh, at ABC? I think so. I can't remember. Uh,
1: Yeah, there was something. One replaced the other. One went to the other's job or something, and and I think it was that way. Um, Uh, um, But I never see John Carl anymore. I don't know what happened to him.
2: I haven't seen him. I did see him ask a question in one of the press conferences. I think did he's yeah? still doing it. But I mean, he may have they may have given him other assignments as well. Um, this is one thing I thought was pretty interesting because people will come now, now that Tapper is out there. And he's been very critical of Trump uh, as well. Now, he's been critical of Obama and he's critical of Trump. It's kind of a, the indication of a good journalist, typically, when you have mm-hmm. r- very recent examples of both of them. Um, mm-hmm. But people will criticize. will say, how could you guys defend Jake Tapper? He will look what he said about Trump. Well, here's another example of it. This is from a Rolling Stone interview. This is what Jake Tapper said in Rolling Stone today, like this month. President Obama said things that weren't true and got away with it for a variety of reasons, the CNN anchor said. And one of them mm. is that the media was much more supportive of him. True. However, the Obama White House thought I, Jake Tapper was a self-righteous and he uh, was self-righteous and huge pain in the ass, which is a uh, Absolutely true. And we, mm-hmm. we forget this because now he's being critical of Trump. But the, the Obama administration were, couldn't stand Jake Tapper. There were two people
1: that they couldn't stand. One was Jake Tapper. The other was John Carl. Mm-hmm. And it was because they were the only two who on any occasion would dare ask them an uncomfortable question.
2: They're the only ones. Yeah. Um, and he said goes on to say a lot of people that, on the left that didn't like it before uh, now like it. I don't want to yep. compare Obama, uh, um, on Obama and President Trump on these issues because they're different and the scale isn't the same. Um, and then he also went on to say there's a perception that you've become uh, more radical uh, given your decision to call it Trump's falsehoods. Maybe that's because people were, or were just more aware of it now is what he was asked. And I think like, it's true. Mm. Here's a guy who was outspoken against <laughs> Uh, Donald Trump. Who, we pointed that uh, out and, a million times. And Barack Obama. We did it at the time. People mm-hmm. loved him in our audience back yep. when, when Obama and was in there. And now they don't because he's doing the same thing. I mean, can't you just go look at this and say, hey. Good journalist. Good journalist. He's doing it. Now, yes. He, is he, you know, does he go maybe further on certain issues? He's been critical of Trump in points where I don't like the way he's being critical of Trump. But mm-hmm. I mean, you have to give him his due. The guy has done it on both sides, and that's something to praise. Yep. Triple eight seven two seven 727 beck More of a, you know, us. Uh, sorry um. about that.
1: Is inevitable. It's, it's going to happen. There's just less of it to worry about, you know, now. Uh, yeah. uh, Pat Stew, uh with our one remaining hour. You know why there's no second hour now? Jews. Jews will not replace us. Jews, Jews will not replace us. us. Except they did. They replaced us with Jews. They did? Yeah. Who's doing a second Oh, no, hour? I'm sorry. It was juice. They replaced yeah, yeah. us with juice. On I, It's a, an all-juicer program. I guess they show you how to make like carrot juice, and orange juice, That's true. And grape
2: juice. Uh, yeah, and, it's, and honestly, so. I prefer it. Is that weird to say? I, I actually really <laughs> like I mean, that, what they do with carrots. Who knew? I, I know, right? It's
1: incredible. Right? It's a fascinating show. I think you'll pulp. love it. Make sure you're tuned in. I like oh, that yeah, they save the,
2: the pulp. pulp. Yeah, I like that they save the, the pulp. pulp is good for you. Yeah. Uh, it's very I very do true. not
1: like the pulp, however. I do not like it, Sam, um, this I This is am. the
2: sort of debate we're going to have here in the first hour to get you ready for the juicing hour. <laughs> um, All uh, right. This is interesting. A, a right-wing um. report um, from economist Grace Lorden of the right-wing London School of Economics. <laughs> Which is and, a socialist uh, and school. David Newmark of the right-wing UC Irvine yeah. parsed 35 years of <laughs> census data and came down on uh, the uh, debate on minimum wage. What they found was for lower skilled jobs like bookkeepers and Mm -hmm. assembly line workers, Mm -hmm. higher minimum wages, encourage employers to automate. (laughs) Liar! Hmm. According to their calculations, a one dollar increase can cost tens of thousands of jobs. Liar! Unsurprisingly, the paper has triggered serious pushback, um, and, and Axios co- kind of covers the pushback, but really... This is from the London School of Economics? Yeah, London, yeah, this is a...
1: Holy cow. I mean, those guys are, I mean, they might as well be Carl and Friedrich uh, themselves, because that's about who... I, in fact, I think they went to that school, didn't they? You know, Marx, Karl Marx did and, and, go and Engels study go to, in London. Yeah, yeah, he did, and I think Let's it was at that did. school. I mean that's. It's it's notorious for its uh, social leaning, socialism leaning.
2: Yeah, and I, and I policies. think the most uh, relevant part of the study, because I think, look, take out the Bernie Sanders of the world, okay, mm-hmm. for a moment. Every rational person and every rational economist. Will acknowledge that if you try to raise the minimum wage to $15 an hour, it's going to be a catastrophe. Okay, mm-hmm. but a lot of really sensible people would say, well, oh, you know what, a couple dollars more here or there. Um, is not a big deal. This study only focused on a minimum raise hike from $6.77 an hour to $7.77 an hour. Oh, $1 race. Then what, and even that a $1 raise. What's going to happen with an $8 an hour oh raise? Oh my God, it would be an ca- absolute catastrophe. catastrophe. And, and, and you know, Hillary Clinton Jeez. was asking for, I think, $11 or $12 an hour. Also a catastrophe. A yeah. I mean, oh, $1 raise is really something that there is, I would say, disagreement about among mm. econ- e- economists. They'll say, well, yes, it does some damage, but it also does some good. Um, mm-hmm. Here, they're, they show that it actually does a, a lot of damage. And they're saying, like, well, you know, the defense is weak. It's like, well, some of these people might get automated out of their jobs and go find another job. Well, yeah, they might. Uh, but what you're saying here is the minimum wage hike is eliminating those jobs. Mm-hmm. And that's really the focus of the report It's pretty uh, cut and dried. And, and it's interesting because
1: I, I wish we would look at the fundamental...
2: Um, the
1: fundamental issue to me of the minimum wage is that this isn't meant to be a living salary for the rest of your life. No. It's not meant to raise a family on. It is meant for entry-level people to get experience in the workforce, have enough money to hopefully support themselves in a, a, you know, at the very beginning of their life, and then move on
2: to something else. That's why we, it, the, the minimum wage is not supposed to be an end point right. unless you're Jeffy. Unless, of uh, course, well, yes, of course. And and then, how, long and are we, then,
0: how long are you supposed to be stuck at that?
1: Well, it's something so, you can look forward to—the one day you might get to minimum wage. Well
2: you got and, the, You didn't get to minimum wage, did you? Not that's here. A, that's a mistake. If you did, So <laughs> no, not here. Okay. All right. All you gotta right. make sure that's clear. 727 <laughs> <laughs> Beck is the uh, phone number. Uh, let's talk to you about—I uh, don't know—maybe a change you can make in your life because your f- current uh, phone mm-hmm. carrier is making some mistakes. Uh, it's intentional for them, but it's not intentional for you. They're spending tens of millions of dollars, and that, those dollars come from people like you, to remove conservative leaders from office. Yeah, but
1: you have Patriot Mobile. That's a good thing. They offer nationwide talk and text, high-speed 4G LTE data, and really low prices, lower than what you're paying now. Then they'll donate up to 5% of your monthly bill to a conservative organization or a conservative cause, or a conservative candidate
2: that you like. You might not have known your money was going to the left. Make it go to the right instead. Go to patriotmobile.com slash stew. patriotmobile.com slash patentstu and, and take advantage of their back-to-school special. Gets you unlimited talk, text, and data, along with a free Samsung or iPhone, all for a flat fee of only 55 bucks per month.
1: Use the promo code uh, back, to school, back to school, and they'll also waive your activation fee. patriotmobile.com slash stew. That's patriotmobile.com slash stew. Or 1 800 a patriot? 1 800 a patriot. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Uh, 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 I have not seen this video yet, but this looks intriguing. A video mocking Alex (laughs) Jones mocking Glenn Beck. Hmm.
3: Uh,
1: That sounds like. Nice. That
0: sounds promising. Uh, Let's take a look. Beck. Boom. Everywhere. Glenn Beck. Mark that spot. The plague lies there. The enemy. There's nothing worse. Little little minion, this little this little this little gremlin. Beck's not even a goblin. He's <laughs> he's a gremlin. Glenn Beck. Glenn Beck. <laughs> and he sits there like he's always on a toilet. He's in this little face like he's constipated. Yep. Glenn Beck sits there in a shirt. He comes on a He's like, where's this part? where he's, he's constipated on the screenshot, like, like back at the beginning of the video. Because it's so funny how I'm all constipated. Here, I'm, I'm uh, split screen. Here we go. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is what they came up with. Let's hear the creature that they dug up out of atheist, god-hating, abortion radio, and let's hear what he has to say. Um, What is frightening to me is the the lack of reaction from the crowd. What's frightening to me, it's all calculated. He he scripts with actors and hops around, big candy ass. I'm talking about back. I'm so scared. He's like, so everybody's supposed to be scared now. So dumb. Here it is. Um, What is frightening to me is... Everyone hates you, but the dumbest people, look how pathetic he feels. Like, ooh, we have the moral high ground. Here it is. Um, What is frightening (laughs) to me is... (laughs) I'm sorry. Back at the beginning. I am mean, just because I want to see that constipated look um, again. What is frightening to me? Back is... To, this is what? too sweet. See, he is such an arrogant piece of garbage. Let's finish the clip. Um, what <laughs> is frightening to You're me? You're a bad person. You're a bad person. Yeah. You're a bad bad person. You're a bad person. Piece a trash in my view. <laughs> wow. What the hell?
2: Wow. I don't what? know. I can't even. You I can't even venture a guess at what the hell he's Arrogant talking about? From the guy who tears his shirt off all the time,
1: <laughs> and shows us his
2: hideous skin. Oh, well, I don't even—I don't even understand. Wow, uh, that was—that uh, was something not, else. The only thing I do like about the the, the last year or two is that everyone's now on the bandwagon we've been on for a while, which yeah, is it's making fun. fun of Alex Jones. Yeah, it's fun. That is the only good thing that's come out of the last two years. <laughs> that is it. Uh, I mean, the only thing I, else think is really,
0: waste. I think of really is that I mean, he's just dying for us to
2: talk about him. Yeah, he is definitely. No, that is an, true. You know, he, he's definitely. definitely has true. a, a you know, bizarre sort of obsession. And he's, this mm-hmm. goes back many, many years. Yes, it does. Uh, he's, and that's kind of the reason we even know who he is, because he just used to talk about Glenn all the time. Uh, and it was kind of interesting to kind of see uh, that sort of develop. And he's now risen to some level of prominence, uh, a level of prominence I would, I, would, I would venture to say is too high. <laughs> yes
1: well i mean and he did that because he he's a huge supporter of trump and yeah. trump added legitimacy to him by coming on his crappy show mm-hmm. i mean that's that's inconceivable that a presidential candidate would come on a show i don't think that word means what
2: you think it means it, 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 you're
1: probably right you're probably i mean, i could right. be wrong on that one yeah mm-hmm. all right triple eight seven two seven deck oh we didn't get to the death of stalin official trailer which sounds ah, really good. All right,
2: this one's got to be tomorrow. Okay, for sure tomorrow. Is tomorrow Thursday. Yes. Okay, Tomorrow's Thursday. And
1: then we, we promised the uh, forgotten Milton Bradley board games like Town Dump from
2: 1977. <laughs> oh, yeah, we gotta get to those. <laughs> we gotta do that. We're not. Good. We have not figured this out yet. Let's be perfectly frank <laughs> about it. Uh, we, were two, <laughs> we went from two hours to uh-huh. one hour and we have not yet figured out how to do what we want to do in well, 1 hour. We're, we're still trying true. to
1: squeeze a full 4 minutes of entertainment into that hour. Right. And it, there's just
2: no time. No, you there's can't because no well, we have to fill up the other 56 with with our nonsense. Right. Um so I don't know if we're going to get better at this to be perfectly frank, uh but we're going to try. That's not that good of a bet.
1: But we got some really good games to tell you about tomorrow. Feely meely? That sounds. Was uh, that
2: your Jeffy? Uh, didn't you? <laughs> Were you involved? I had nothing in the, to do with
1: uh, oh, Milton Hufford.
2: Bradley. Oh wow. Okay. That was.
1: Uh, yeah, that was a Jeffy. Because Jeffy.
2: ReallyMillie. <laughs> I believe, is Jeffy's website. <laughs> yes, I could be wrong on that. And you can. All right. <laughs> that's
0: twice. The-